Ryan here tuning in to Ask Us Wholesaler episode nine. Here hey, with Marco, get and Logan here in with there. Logan as well. Uh, be sure to tune in. Where we'll be going through questions such as what is uh, how to find cash buyers, uh, how do you find good deals, how do you get those questions from the seller. Some good well. books as well, and we're gonna find out where Logan would live if he didn't uh, live in the United States. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So tune in. Wholesale show, and we have two very special guests that have all kinds of different perspectives to share with us, which I think you will very much enjoy. First, we have Logan Fulmer, and we also have Ryan McDonald. So, welcome, gentlemen. Morning. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. Morning, afternoon, evening, the whole thing. Right? I feel. Yep. I totally feel like a game show host right now. <laughs> Seriously. You know, bring them on down. Hey, this might be like uh, you might win a car at the end of this. We'll, we'll see. Okay, well, cool. So tell us a little bit of, about yourselves and your company and what you do. Well, as you said, I'm Logan Fulmer. Um, my company is Easy House Buyer San Antonio. Uh, basically, we're a family-managed fund that invests in real estate. Um, we're a holding company. So we do real property development, title resolutions, and rentals. So a little bit of everything, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> helping a lot of people, especially you, you focus on the title uh, aspect when you're helping your... Uh, sellers this is the there. smarter side of real estate yeah. a lot of people can go out there and throw deals together but we we're the smarter side of real estate really and you help you you really are helping those people that need the help which is awesome and That's how right. about exactly. you uh, Ryan? exactly well uh you know i partner with logan uh on a lot of these deals that we do so it's basically a partnership that started i don't know about nine ten months ago yep. and just kind of developing and basically our key focus is how do we help sellers out of whatever situation they're in that, that needs some assistance from someone specialized like us? That's awesome. I, I'm really excited about this episode because uh, Logan, I know with you and your company, you have purchased quite a number of properties and you are like the quintessential cash buyer. Uh, I know you've done some wholesaling, but you're the cash buyer pretty much. And then with Ryan, you've done a lot of wholesale deals, but you've also purchased your own investment deals and that's kind of where this uh, partnership came about is you were bringing uh, both your, your unique uh, traits and, and attributes. And in this episode, I really wanted to go over like how do we look at things from the wholesaler perspective, but also since you both have bought your own investment deals as well, how do we look at it from that perspective as well, okay. which is insightful. All right, so we're just gonna get right into it. We're gonna look at the first uh, question. So first question is, what info do I get from the seller. I heard you all talking a little bit about this earlier. So how do you all approach it when you're talking to a seller? Yeah, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this one here. It's, it's the questions. There are a thousand of them, and I wouldn't, so won't say there's an exact train of thought however, there are certain ones that you wanna ask, like you said, but the key is to ask a whole bunch of them. And some of them you may think they're relevant, sometimes you might not, but you wind up uncovering things that are, that are good to know. Um, and we'll talk about the exact questions in a minute, but I noticed the first time you communicate with somebody, there's a certain level that they're willing to allow you into. I guess it's a comfort zone, so you get a certain distance. 
the next time you communicate with them, you get a little closer. You know, if you're able to have the ability to sit down at their dinner table and talk with them, you can get really intimate. So all of that begins with questions. So, you know, I guess you want to start out with what's going on today. You know, what's the situation that made you want to sell your house? Do you want to sell it? Who owns the house? How long have you owned the house? Where do you plan to go after you leave? And those questions are kind of the first quick ones that get you into the rest of them. You guys, every time they ask you a question, ask, it's like a child. Why, when, every time you ask them a question, why? You gotta keep doing that. And that eventually gets you to the point where you understand what's really going on there. Ask the same question several times, you might get some mm -hmm. different answers. You're right, yeah, it's like a detective. You know, you're trying to figure something out, you don't know what you're trying to figure out yet, but when you hear it, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I love that, definitely. Um, when it comes to talking to sellers, yes, the more information you can get is only going to benefit you, and the way you get that information is through the questions. And what I would say is, obviously, when you're talking to sellers, you need to be asking questions about the house, you know, the condition sure. and, and things like that. But what you really need to remember is you're talking to a person, and that person typically has some sort of issue, problem, situation in which there's a reason in which they want to sell. So if you can connect with the individual, find out why are they in this position, what are the best ways um, that you can help them, what are they trying to get out of selling the property, and find out what their reasons are, their whys are, their problems, so that you can service them and help them as an individual, as a person, you're going to get a lot further uh, with them. So I, I would really work on, or suggest that you work on getting the, that type of information, finding out who you're talking to, what that person is, and what their situation is. Let me give you an example. I was talking to somebody a while back and they mentioned the magic wand question. Are you familiar with that? No, I haven't heard of that. Magic if you wand had a question? magic wand and you could wave it right uh -huh. now and get anything, what would it be? And it's interesting because people will start to tell you their wishes. And a lot of times because of the nature of your visit, they'll relate to what's going on. And all of a sudden you find out the perfect solution for them just by asking that. They'll tell you how to do it right there on the spot. Yeah, yeah. And in reality, the reality is if they don't have a need to be met, you don't have any business being at their house. So you got, that's a good way to get there quick. Definitely. Exactly. Okay, all right, I think that was pretty solid. All right, so next question. Uh, where can I find cash buyers for my deals? So since y'all are cash buyers, where, ca where could people find you if they were seeking you out? Um, I think, you know, if you were to look at the local, you know, foreclosure auction, there's always cash buyers there. I've also just happened to find people through networking, uh, other cash buyers um, who are serious cash buyers who typically will not beat you up over a, a deal that you have. So um, it's all about, for us, mostly networking for the most part. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Your network, you've heard a thousand times your network is your net worth. And there are a ton of deals that, that we've been a part of or we've seen happen and we didn't it didn't make any sense we wind up on the back end over here trying to figure something out and it was because we knew people we've been in the i've seen, found memos of title recorded in the county records when i'm looking at vacant houses and i see that memo i say i know the person that's got it so i call them and say what exactly happened here and i had a relationship with that person what exactly happened this is the problem i said well if i get this done will you let me have the deal next thing you know you're solving their problem you got a new deal because you just happened to meet someone at a networking event and you saw a stinking memo title and in county records. So it's really the network is a huge thing. You know, that's totally, I completely agree with that. And networking doesn't just apply to going to networking events and 
shaking hands and trading business cards and those type of things. Networking also can apply in the social media aspect. You're probably watching this video on Facebook right now, and uh, there's probably other cash buyers in, in, in the feed, in the comments. What you can really easily do is go to some Facebook groups and you know, you can post your deal or a deal similar to yours or just say, hey, what cash buyers are in the zip code? You're going to get people to respond to that. But not only just your posts, go through the history of that page, that group, and look at other people that have done posts like that. And all the people that have commented there is a great way to find people. You can buy cash buyers lists from uh, websites like listsource.com. You can mail cash buyers. You can go on MLS, uh, like he was mentioning, look up some uh, agents that have done cash transactions and ask them, reach out to those agents and see if they have uh, an investor client that can purchase um, your deal. You can ask title company attorneys and say, hey, what are some investors? I've gotten tons of investors just from my title company contacts, those type of things. So just getting yourself out there, uh, bandit signs, you can put bandit signs with your deal in the, in the area around that deal. You know, I mean, one of my favorite of leads are free leads. We all like free leads, right? They take a little bit of your time if they're gonna be free. Getting your, you want 30 good cash buyer leads in four hours? That sounds like a lot, right? Get in your car with a piece of paper and a pen and go drive around a neighborhood where rehabs are happening, go look at all the recently flipped houses, write down the addresses, go home and find those people, see if trace them. Now you have 30 in one day, there that's a go. lot. Mm -hmm. And you know that they understand that neighborhood and that market and yeah. they're currently operating. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been involved in the deal there. So that's fast and easy. Yeah, that, especially if you have the deal in that neighborhood, boom, those are all the buyers. They clearly. totally understand exactly. it already. Yeah. I, I like your idea too with the uh, going to the auction. The, all yeah. those people there for pretty, sure. Pretty much they got cash that day. Cash buyers, so. They're trying to throw away money. So <laughs> hey, they'll buy your deal. Cool, cool. Okay, so our last uh, uh, real estate theme question for today is, do you recommend any books for a new wholesaler? And maybe just like a new investor in general, any new books? I think a, a good book for a new wholesaler is uh, one we were speaking about, um, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. It's a very good book, and I think it's a good way for a wholesaler to help drill down to what are the real motivations for a seller, to how to get those key questions answered so you know how you can service them the best. So Chris Voss was a high-level FBI hostage negotiator. He had this huge career, very high-profile cases, and his goal was or his job was negotiating with people and understanding their why and getting to walk out of that building without blowing everybody up. That's a pretty high-profile, high-pressure situation. But the lessons he learned there applied directly to what we're doing. And his chapters are each on a different skill about that. What was your what, did you, what was your favorite one out of all of them? That you can recall. Um, I like the mirroring aspect. Damn I remember it. when we were even speaking. The, the, which one? The mirroring, yeah. uh, mirroring. mirroring technique. Because yeah. I remember when I was speaking to him about it, he started using it on me and I didn't even realize it because I didn't realize he had read it. So, I mean, it, it works and it, it's worked for me to at least kind of be able to get more information. You drink some water, he drinks some <laughs> water, that kind of thing. You drink some yeah. water. Yeah. What do you mean drink well, some water? Well, hey, I mean, like mirroring you. You know, you drink some water, he drinks some water, that kind of thing. That kind of thing? Yeah, that. Well, you I haven't read the book, so I was just throwing <laughs> well, it out there. He, he's actually just mirroring you right uh, okay. now. So. <laughs> so you just told me that you've given me an example, and you told me you haven't read the book, so you're giving me a lot of information, and I was just repeating what you, you said. You use all these FBI techniques <laughs> on me? I, I need a disclaimer beforehand. It, it's, it's a great book. A I disclosure think at a minimum. Yeah. I think there's a, it's a great book. I think there's a lot of lessons you can learn out of it. 
And a lot of those things sound really peculiar and comfortable at first because you believe people will understand what you're doing, but the reality is you're just saying things that make them feel comfortable in a way they already put it to you. Mm-hmm. So what uh, was the name of that one again? Never Split the Difference. Never Split the Difference. Oh, well, now I have to read that. So I'm going to use it on you next time. <laughs> Better watch out. Better watch out. Uh, for me, I honestly, f- from a wholesaling standpoint, uh, I know that there's a book out there that's like, uh, and maybe y'all have seen this. I haven't read it, but it's really popular for wholesalers. It's like, um, I forget the name of it. It's like, uh, uh, if you don't know how to wholesale by the end of this, uh, I got nothing for you. I think I've it's like that, Tom yeah. Fleming or something like that. So look that book up. I've heard really good things about that. I really like Rich Dad Poor Dad. I talked about that a lot, but that's not specific for wholesaling. That's just like general financial and yeah. money, cash flow kind of thought that, process. That was a big book in my mind shift to uh, yeah. whenever I came into this field. So that, that that's definitely got its place. Uh, but I, I think a lot of the tactical uses from Never Split the Difference could really benefit a wholesaler. Well, obviously, it worked on me like <laughs> 10 seconds ago. <laughs> I gotta be careful asking this question. You might have ask, answer it with a question or something. <laughs> All right, so now we're gonna do a fun question. So we're we're taking off our real estate hat, and uh, this question is: If you couldn't live in the United States, where would you live? Well, I I know off the bat it'd be Australia. Australia? So, yeah. Why it's, Australia? Well, I've always liked Australia. I mean, it is a dangerous place. Anything anything and everything there can kill you, but, uh, you know, I've been there you like before. like living on the edge, huh? Pretty much. You're going to go skydiving in Australia. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, the people there are great. The, it's a beautiful country, and, and overall, it's, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot to experience there that's different than what you can imagine. And there's not much of a, a culture shock, you know? They speak English there, you know, the weather's relatively similar and you know a lot of the, the culture is the same for the most part I mean they do Correct. drive on the other side of the road I mean I guess so does he so that's yeah. fine <laughs> whichever side's convenient right? yeah exactly whichever one makes for better so, time okay in Australia would you uh, prefer a particular city or just anywhere uh, I've been to Sydney and I've been to Cairns they both bring lots of value in their own way once one's kind of a bigger city one's a smaller kind of more beach style town so they both they both have great aspects to them, so I don't know if I'd be able to select between which one. So all of them, all pretty of much them, uh, live everywhere, yeah. Every, yeah, and swim around the 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 Great Barrier Reef too, huh? Exactly. Okay, so what about you, Logan? Where would you where would you live? When I got out of college, I spent a summer in Costa Rica. Oh, yeah? And I loved Costa Rica. It was very calm. It was very relaxing at the time. It was a lot less populated than uh-huh. it probably is now. Um, but it was just Beach a place. Was probably amazing. They were great. It was just yeah. a place of relaxation. It was it was a different kind of culture um, than we have here. It wasn't so hard driven. So maybe in about ten years, that's that's where we'll go. So it's the peace. You like the peace, the calm, and but being in the moment, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, here we're just we're so ultra. Fo- or oftentimes we're so ultra focused. Right. We're taught to be like that. Our our culture here is like that. Um, and if you don't perform like that, you're almost afraid that you're not doing good enough. But there they have what's called Pura Vida, which is pure life. And I just thought it meant all these people are lazy when I was younger. <laughs> the older I got, I realized they kind of understand. They're on to something. Some, yeah, there's some meanings to life that we miss here sometimes. So I like that. I like that answer. I haven't been to Costa Rica. I've been to Australia. Yeah, I haven't right. been to Costa Rica. I need to take a break and go over there. Uh, I think for me, I would say Italy. When I was younger, I uh, visited Italy um, when I was like 14, 15. And it had such a 
great impression on me. I really enjoyed it just for the history. Clearly, there's a lot of history there. Just the art was beautiful, and uh, the people in Italy were just so kind and, and um, just just nice people. And also that laid back feeling of just like enjoying life and enjoying their surroundings. And they were just surrounded by these beautiful buildings and beautiful art. Just the whole thing was a, a wonderful experience. So I would totally go there for sure. Have okay. either of y'all been there? No, I've never no. been there. No. Yep, been out there to Venice. Venice? Yeah, the city on the sticks out there. <laughs> yeah, it was neat. It was really interesting. Of course, yeah. it, that's kind of a tourist pa- area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to some other areas that weren't quite so touristy. Ride a gondola or anything? Uh, did do that. All yeah, right. did a lot of walking. Did that. Yeah, Stayed out there for a while. We went a little further inland to Lago de Garda, which is like a inland lake that's kind of like a local tourist place. So that that was cool. It was really cool. That's yeah. awesome. Well, okay, there we go. And what we want to find out is uh, where you would want to live uh, if you weren't gonna, if you don't live in the United States, and if you already don't live in the United States, pick a different country than where you're already in. Let's hear it. Put them in the comments. I do want to say thank you. So uh, I appreciate you both being on and giving us your perspectives and, and your information as well. So if people wanted to connect with you, what would be the best way for them to do that? You can get us both on Facebook, um, yeah. Easy Housepire San Antonio, Logan Fulmer, Ryan McDonald. Um, hopefully we're showing up in your newsfeed right now, so you just <laughs> need to click on us. Um, we'll, we'll make sure you're tagged in there somewhere. Yeah. Also, Lisette's probably down in her comments, so you can click on her and get there too. She's part of your team. That's right, that's yeah. right, yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely reach out to them. They're very um, open, willing to help. Uh, like they mentioned previously, they, they want to do deals and, and help people. And you know, it's all about helping one another. We appreciate it. Give us some more questions. We want to answer your questions and uh, so we can cover them on a future episode. But we'll see you on the next one. So everybody knows that wholesaling and real estate can be a great opportunity to uh, control your workday, to bring in lots of money and kind of unlock the doors to real estate investing. But there are a lot of struggles and hurdles and problems that come along with being a wholesaler on your own. So what are some of those uh, problems that people face every day? Um, I can get started. One of the problems is that uh, they're not really too sure of what to do with themselves. Uh, they, they, you can read as many books as you want, and you can uh, get as much information as you want. But a lot of the times, people have a problem starting because they don't really know where to start, um, and 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 they don't even know if they're doing the right thing. To be honest with you, they 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 want to make sure that they don't mess it up. But I mean, it's just a huge problem to get getting that first step, getting that first uh, action completed is one of the problems, one of the biggest problems. Right. Another problem is wearing too many hats. You're always having to look for buyers. You're always having to look for sellers. You're in communication with the title company all the time. You're trying to figure out all your systems, the CRM, you're doing all the tech stuff. Um, You might be looking for a virtual assistant trying to, uh, you know, go through the process of hiring somebody like that. You're having to do every little component, so that can be overwhelming in itself. for me, I, I still get asked these questions. What do we? What do I do to generate leads? And when I was by myself, I only knew one way to generate leads. And you know, now that I'm with Hilco, there's all kinds of ways to generate leads. 
Um, and so that's one thing that I've learned or that I picked up by joining Hilco is that there's there's so much knowledge here on this team. I mean, what, 10, 10 plus years? Right. And then about, what, three, four, maybe? About so, three, I mean, combined. Three. He keeps adding years. I keep that. adding years. The fish know. just keeps getting bigger. I swear it was this big when I caught it. I know. So, so combined about 14 years and me as a, as a newer wholesaler, like I said, I've been doing it about three months, but... He, he tells me all the time, and I, I actually notice, like, when I go to these seminars or these events, he's like, dude, you're light years ahead. And sure enough, like, these, these people are ask, these people say I've been holding this in six months or seven months or eight months. And, like, I find myself answering their questions in my head. Like, how do they not know that? Like, Even they, people who have been wholesaling for two, three yeah, years, or I've seen, them, I've seen people who have been wholesaling two, three years ask them questions that... They don't know the answer to, but he does. And, and be surprised. Like, I'm actually, I actually catch myself telling wholesalers, like, do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, and I've only been doing it three months, but I just have so much knowledge because I'm with this team. It's just, it was the best thing that I could, that I could do for myself to get where I want to get to. So if you're someone out there that you're wholesaling by yourself and you're encountering problems, not only on the side of like always trying to get the next one, but also problems with consistency, keeping the momentum going uh, and, and not being overwhelmed and stressed all the time. We at Hilco Homes, we're a wholesaling company here in Central Texas and we do a pretty good volume. There's a pretty good team and we're looking for people that want to join us, uh, that want to be part of our system. Some of the benefits that we provide to people that join us is uh, we always have leads for you to work. Uh, you're part of a system-oriented uh, approach, so we have CRM systems, we have calling systems, you have access to a virtual assistant. Uh, what are some other benefits of being part of the team? For me, it's, uh, for me, it's if I have a question, Juan's sitting right here, or Marco's sitting right there, and it's just like, versus calling somebody or leaving them text message and waiting for an answer to come back, you're sitting right here with the team. I mean, it's, it'll just make the process and everything a lot more faster to get to where you want to get to faster, for one. Uh, for me, the biggest thing is cost, uh, you know, lever leveraging cost to to generate leads and to generate each other's and piggyback off of each other's stuff. I, I think that's the biggest benefit is, is having people there who are not only not only are they able to answer your questions, at, uh, you know, instantaneously, but we're also able to uh, you're also able to see us structure these deals so you can learn by watching. Apart from just asking, you're seeing us negotiate, you're listening to us negotiate, you're listening to to us, you know, you're watching us write out the contracts, you're listening to, us to, listening to us do all these things, and you just pick up on that stuff. You soak it up like a sponge uh, a lot of the times, and before you know it, you know more than what you what most people know just by joining the team. So it's, it's, it's a huge benefit to have people who are like-minded and, and working towards the same goal in the same area so that you, you're not struggling to climb that mountain by yourself you've got a team helping you we're definitely a team this is tim duncan over here and this is Kawhi over here and uh pop. you know pop. all right i'll pop I, I have to yell at him every once in a while uh, but we're always trying to give support we're trying to give knowledge we're trying to accelerate your growth because we don't want people just to be wholesalers we want to help them become investors as well and um, you know you get access to all the different components. We'll pay for leads for you. Uh, you have access to our buyers list and uh, access to all of our systems. And 
we're looking for the right people that are not afraid of rejection, not afraid of hard work, and are willing to do whatever it takes to accomplish their goals, because quite honestly, that's who we are. And we're trying to uh, build our team so that all of us can be successful. So if you're interested, send us a message, reach out, reach out to us, you can message these guys, and we'd be glad to uh, uh, talk to you more and give you more information about our hiring process and see if you can be part of the team with us. So we're looking forward to having you come out. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Talk to you all later.